Yeah, it was published a long time ago. I thought this whole Mordecai and Twilight Sparkle or whatever the f her name is no, it's just was people newer. Slow as f Don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Fanficity f I'm Ben. And I'm Jakey. It's been a hot god minute. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, my life has been getting together. My life's falling apart when <laughs> I'm the least stressed I've ever been. Uh, so, we're bringing you a new story today. As usual, very near and dear to our hearts. I don't even know what the f title of this actually is. Boy, how'd you already forget? You know, right? This is Mordecai versus the world. <laughs> uh, by regular Bob twenty three. Um, apparently this is rated T for teen. Yeah. Fiction T for fiction teen. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll just, as usual, get right into it. <laughs> Chapter one: Meeting for the first time slashed. First Evil X. It had been weeks since Mordecai had joined what used to be an all-girl band named Milk Can. He sat in the coffee shop near the park where he works to discuss where they were going to start the first gig with his band members, Parappa the Rappa, Katie Cat, Lammy, Ma Son, and PJ the DJ. <laughs> Suddenly, Margaret came up to them to give them their coffee. Here you go, guys, say Mordecai. Did you hear about Jason's party? She asked, placing his cup on the table. Jason, you mean the tall guy with the hockey mask, he replied. That's the one. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. When is it again? I think it starts around 7 o'clock. Thanks for the reminder. So anyway, when are we going to start when we decide to do our first gig? Well, I heard about several battles of the bands that are taking place all around town. Whoever wins gets to play at the Armageddon Palace. And the best part is, the princesses of the Mushroom Kingdom, Hyrule, and Equestria are going to be there. Parappa said, holding up the flyer. I don't like where this is going. Oh my god, this is a crossover. <laughs> like, multiple proportions. <laughs> if we win the battles of the bands and do well at the Armageddon Palace, we'll get a contract for sure. Just think about being able to play in front of royalty, Katie said, grabbing the flyer from Parappa the Rappa. Alright, we'll start practice tomorrow. I gotta go get ready for the party. Mordecai stood up after taking a sip of his coffee and dashed out of the coffee shop. Later that night, he arrived at the party Jason was holding at City Hall, who he was soon greeted by. Hey, Mordecai, glad you can make it, Jason Voorhees said, shaking his hand. Wait, you can talk, Mordecai asked, surprised? Yeah, I'm only silent whenever I'm angry, and this is a night to party. Drinks are over there, and the rest you can figure out for yourself. For 20 minutes, Mordecai spent his time talking to the partiers. He was surprised who showed up. There was Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Darkwing Duck, Mickey, Donald, Goody. Is <laughs> Goody? Goody. <laughs> Goody. Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, Freddy Krueger, and other people he recognized. <laughs> then Jason came up to him. What the actual <laughs> is this? So Mordecai, enjoying the party, he said, lifting his mask and taking a sip of alcohol. <laughs> you bet. I gotta say, you packed quite a... He stopped talking when he noticed something. He tilted his head to see a purple unicorn lying on the floor reading a book. <laughs> Who's that? He asked, pointing at the unicorn. Her? 
That's Twilight Sparkle. She has moved with her friends from someplace called Ponyville, Jason said. And that's all I know. Go talk to her. Mordecai did just that. He walked up to her and sat next to her. Hello, he said. Oh, hi there, she responded. Mordecai took notice of the book she was reading. It, made by Stephen King. <laughs> ah, it. That's an interesting story. So when did you move here? I got here... Around earlier this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> <That's really good. laughs> you know, like five hours ago, you know, I just moved here. Like, not even living in yet. I'm actually yet. <laughs> uh, held captive by Jason. <laughs> this isn't intentional. <laughs> well, I don't think we've properly introduced ourselves. I'm Mordecai Sans Rigby. <laughs> he holds out his hand, waiting for her to shake it. I'm Twilight Sparkle. It was nice meeting you. She placed her hoof in his hand and started shaking it. <laughs> Say, after the party, can I walk you home? Uh, sure. That was her only response. Mordecai got up and continued to socialize. Good job, Mordecai. You didn't mess up for once in front of a girl, he thought to himself. After the party, Mordecai kept his word and walked Twilight back home, which happened to be at the library. Wait, she lives at the library? Is that Wait, what it says? Yeah, she lives at the library. <laughs> what a f***ing nerd. Mog library. <laughs> Well, thanks again for taking me home, Twilight said. Anytime. Hey, if you're interested, would you like to come see my band practice? We usually practice at the park, he said, pointing over his shoulder. Well, I have nothing else to do, so I guess I can come. She said, walking inside the library. He's pretty cute for a blue jay. <laughs> she thought to herself as she closed the door. The next day, Mordecai was sitting at the computer looking over his email when he saw a flashing red one that got his attention. He opened it and started skimming through it. Oh my god, it's... It's... Troll email. <laughs> troll email! He said, closing the window. Batten down the hatches! Hey, Mordecai, your band's waiting for you outside, Benson said, peeking his head <laughs> through the corner. He headed downstairs to see that Benson was telling the truth, but for How some dare reason... He, he always lies. Lammy wasn't there yet, but as soon as he got to the bottom of the stairs, she came running towards him. Guys, I got good news, she said, stopping in front of them. I just got us into the first battle of the bands tonight. That's awesome, PJ said, looking over his equipment. Just then, Twilight Sparkle had walked up to them. <laughs> hey, Twilight, glad you could get here, Mordecai said. Who's she, Parappa the Rapper said. <laughs> Guys, this is Twilight Sparkle. I met her at the party Margaret was talking about last night. Hello, Twilight said sheepishly. Hello. <laughs> the band members started to greet her and were glad they had an audience to practice with. Later that night, the band was sitting backstage waiting to be called up. Twilight Sparkle and her friends were sitting on the second floor of the concert hall. All right, next up is Milk Can, Bugs Bunny said, stepping <laughs> away the microphone. The band came out from behind the curtains and started to set up. PJ sat at his DJ setup. My, my son. son. <laughs> I just can't my, get over my, the characters. My son. <laughs> my son was looking over her drums. Lammy and Katie were tuning their guitars. Mordecai was tuning his piano guitar. And Parappa was checking the mic. All right. How is everybody doing out there? He asked as everyone started the cheer. As Bugs Bunny just said, we are Milk Can. We hope you enjoy our performance. The song we're going to play is called 
but before he could announce the name of the song, several smoke bombs went off in the second floor. After the third bomb, a figure emerged from the smoke in a downwards air cake position. Mordecai, the figure shouted, revealing himself as a two-tailed fox, <laughs> prepared to die. What did I do? He asked as a fox kicked him in the face, did a backflip in the air, and kicked him in the chin, causing him to go flying at the wall. After fl- <laughs> after falling to the floor and lifting his head, he recognized who attacked him. Tails? He asked, standing up. That's right, Mordecai, and I'm here to fight to the death, he said, holding up a fist. Wait, what fight? Didn't you get the email I sent you explaining the situation? I skinned through it, he said, scratching his head. Tails put down his fist and turned towards Twilight. Really? This is your next boyfriend? He asked, pointing at Mordecai and laughing. This is just laughable. What do you mean, Mordecai asked? Maybe I should explain in person for you. I am Twilight's first evil ex-boyfriend. First evil ex-Mordecai. Tails is a boy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) That's like the, like, uh, Blue's a girl. I still didn't know that until, like... (laughs) I'd still date Blue. (laughs) I'd still date. It's a long story, but back when I was a junior, I was at high school for geniuses. (laughs) High school for geniuses. Yeah, that sounds right. But I was made fun of because instead of being a mechanic or a scientist, I used magic. A mechanic? Uh, Like a car mechanic? (laughs) Tills was the only one who didn't make fun of me. He even had beaten everyone who made fun of me up. (laughs) He was the strongest nerd there, but after a week, he didn't take me out to dinner, so I dumped him, Twilight explained. Damn! (laughs) You should have given me more time, and now you'll pay for it. For you see, over the years, I have acquired new powers. Mystical powers, to be exact. He levitated himself in the air without propelling his tails, and then he snapped his fingers as four female demon vixens appeared behind him. Tails versus Mordecai, an announcer said out loud, FIGHT! Tails sent the four demon vixens to grab Mordecai and lift him to his level as he began to punch him several times in the face. He then grabbed Mordecai and threw him at the stage where he went through the drum set. Come on, Mordecai. You need to fight, dude. Rigby. When the f*** did Rigby get there? Rigby got out. He got out of the drum set. Was Rigby in the drum Mordecai, set? Mordecai, you need to fight, dude! <laughs> he got out of the drum set and flew right at Tails, shoved his knee into his stomach two times, punched his face several times, did some headbutts, and threw Tails to the floor. He got up and dusted himself off. Not bad for your first fight, he said. But get a load of this. He snapped his fingers and a small flame appeared out of his hand. He turned it into a fireball and threw it at Mordecai, which he avoided by jumping out of the way. All right, time to finish this, Mordecai said, grabbing Tails and throwing him at one of the spotlights. After a few seconds of being electrocuted, he fell to the stage face first. The announcer said. Tails got up, covered in ashes. He let out a puff of smoke from his mouth and started to cough out more smoke as Twilight and the others came down to congratulate Mordecai. Good job, bird boy, he said as he dusted himself off. Even with my new powers, I wasn't strong enough. Say, why don't we work together? He asked to hold his hand. What? (laughs) Okay. After you tried to kill me? Forget it. There's no way I'm teaming up with you. You're crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mordecai said, turning his back. Listen, pal, they are going to face a lot. Wait, huh? <laughs> Listen, pal, they are going to face a lot of trouble besides me. If you want to win Twilight's Heart, you'll need to fight six other evil ex-boyfriends. Wait, there are six more boyfriends? Yeah, and I have no idea who they are. The only person who knows is Twilight and the boyfriends themselves. Wait, aren't you one of the boyfriends? So shouldn't you know? So I'll ask again. Why don't we work together? All right, we're partners. Mordecai held out his arm as they shook hands. Tails has joined the party, the announcer said. Can someone kill the announcer? Well, if y'all are going to help these two fight these evil people, uh, I guess we can help out too. Applejack said, holding out her hoof. What, who the f*** is Applejack? Uh, apparently Applejack was there. Count me in, Rainbow Dash said, holding hers out. One by one, all of Twilight's friends held out their hooves. From Pinkie Pie to Derpy hooves. <laughs> Rarity, Applejack, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, and Derpy have joined the party, the announcer called out. All right, Max. Who the f*** is Max? There's too many people. Enough with the obvious announcements, Mordecai called out. Oh, that was the name of the announcer. Oh. Okay. Sorry about that. Hey, Sam, did you find the x-ray goggles yet? Max called out. I need them so I can find out how many gumballs are in the giant gumball machine downtown so we can win a trip to Japan to fight the evil spider lady of Amsterdam. <laughs> what the literal <laughs> You crack me up, little buddy, Sam responded. Just then, Bugs Bunny came up to the group. Well, congratulations. This fight got your band first place, he said, giving Mordecai directions to the next contest. But we didn't even play, he said, scratching his head. Doesn't matter. As long as the crowd is entertained, you still have a chance to win. Well, that's a big plot convenience. Hey, breaking the fourth wall is my shtick, Pinky said. Okay, this has been a weird night. Let's just get back home, get some rest, and practice tomorrow, Parappa the Rapper said. As they walked back out, Fluttershy stopped Tails. I have to say, that was very impressive, she said. What, the whole mystical power thing, he asked? Yeah, how did you do that? Oh, it's a long story. I'm sure you wouldn't be interested. Well, do you have a place to stay? No, not really. Why? Why don't you spend the night at my house? Gee, no one has offered me that before. I'll be glad to take you up on that. As they continue talking, Max returned to the intercom. Tails and Fluttershy are building a relationship, he said, giggling. <laughs> oh, shut up! Tails said, throwing a book titled Physics at Max, which hit him in the face. <laughs> He turned around and started to walk towards the door. Max threw a book that hit him in the back of the head. Tails looked at the book that had the title, Return of Physics. <laughs> Get it? Because it's like, Law 1 of Newton? For every action, there's an opposite reaction? <laughs> ha ha ha, it is to laugh, he said with a smirk. The two finally made it out of the door as Fluttershy leads Tails to her home on the outskirts of town. So, who are the other evil ex-boyfriends, Fluttershy asked. Like I told Mordecai, I have no idea. They could be anyone, and they could be in this city. We'll have to keep our eyes alert, he told her as he levitated a few inches off the ground. The two continued the walk home, unaware of a shady character in a trench coat was following them. It's following? It's <laughs> following? Following. The character lifted his hat to reveal himself as Daffy Duck. He pulled out a handheld cop radio and tuned it. I, I found you my penis in the car I, door. I found you twice in the car door. <laughs> ah! I slammed the penis in the car door. 
I slam my penis in the car door. You slam your penis in the car door. <laughs> I found Twilight's new boyfriend. Do you want me to follow and dispose of him? He asked, lisping his words. No, not just yet, a deep voice said on the other end. We'll have our little battle soon enough. So how's this plan supposed to go again? I thought we discussed this. Once it's explained, it won't be explained again. Now just stick to your job and continue to find out stuff that will help us. All right, all right, chill out. Daffy turned the radio off and placed it in his back pocket. Sheesh! Sheesh! All of the despicable people I have worked with. This guy has to be the most despicable. Despicable. <laughs> I hope he knows what he is doing. Daffy slid into the back alley and placed the trench coat in a trash can. Then he left the alley and went to the local cafe to get a smoothie. Why couldn't he just keep the coat? <laughs> it wasn't very incriminating or anything. All right, chapter two, battle strategy. Second evil boyfriend. The next day, Mordecai, Tails, and the others were at the house in the park. The band, Derpy, and her daughter, Dinky, were watching TV. And Mordecai and Twilight were in the kitchen talking, and Tails was outside showing the other ponies his mystic powers, such as turning fire in the water. After an hour of magic tricks, the six walked back inside the sea, Benson yelling at Mordecai as usual. Mordecai, I told you not to bring your slacker friends into this house, he shouted as his head turned red. Oh, come on, Benson, they're just watching TV, Mordecai replied, turning his arms toward the band. No, I say you can practice anywhere in the park, but they're not allowed in here. Now everyone, get out. Calm down, gumball boy, Twilight said <laughs> behind him. All of a sudden, Benson's head went back to being its original purple color, showing that he had calmed down. Gumball boy, I haven't heard that nickname since kindergarten. He's, he turned his head towards the pony and instantly recognized her. Twilight Sparkle, I haven't seen you in a while. Sp how's the ex-girlfriend doing? Ex-girlfriend? I'm doing pretty fine, Benson. I'm dating the guy you're yelling at, so I would like you to stop, she requested. When did they actually establish they were dating? I don't know. I mean, he have you ever seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? They never really established their dating yeah. either. She requested. Benson turned towards Mordecai with an evil grin on his face. Oh, I've been waiting for this day. He cracked his muscles and oh, uppered. <laughs> cracked his muscles. Dying. <laughs> he cracked his muscles and uppercutted Mordecai, sending him through the ceiling of the living room, through the ceiling of the computer room, and through the roof, and landed flat on his back on the front lawn. What the H? He asked himself as Benson kicked the front door open and walked down the stairs. Let me guess, you're the next e evil ex-boyfriend, he asked, getting up. That's right, Mordecai, Benson said, placing his fist up. You see, it all started back in kindergarten. Twilight had just recently moved into the neighborhood. She was picked on a lot. Throughout the week, everyone was making fun of her because she wasn't like everyone else. This sounds familiar, Mordecai said out loud. Hey, I'm telling a story. So listen to it, or you're fired, Benson shouted. All right, all right, just chill, Mordecai said, sitting down. Anyways, after a few days of watching her getting picked on, I stood up against everyone who bullied her. 
After that, we built a childhood relationship. We went to see movies with our parents, played at each other's house, usually anything kids do at that age. But near the end of the school year, she moved to somewhere else. The last thing she said to me was that she was going to learn at Magic Kindergarten and she would always remember me. And now's my chance to win her back. So wait, if you were her boyfriend in kindergarten and Tails was her boyfriend in high school, wouldn't that make you the first evil ex-boyfriend, Mordecai? Asked, scratching his head. Actually, the order depends on when the evil exes find you first. <laughs> okay. And seeing how Tails was first to find you, he is really first. Makes more sense if you don't think about it, he said. Now let's do this. Just then, the gumballs inside Benson's head started glowing yellow as he levitated in the air as a yellow force field appeared around him. Benson more... Benson versus Mordecai. Fight! A new announcer said. Oh no, not this again, Mordecai exclaimed, running away. Benson let out a large scream as a laser beam shot out of his mouth as Mordecai jumped out of the way and behind a parked car. Once he looked over the hood of the car, he saw Benson turning into his original colors and falling to the ground. Now was the time to attack. He ran up to Benson and uppercutted him in the nose. Benson has a nose? He does. It's like a little, like, triangle. Hmm. Benson covered his nose in pain as Mordecai punched him in the stomach several times, then kicked him in the slot area. <laughs> Benson then fell to the ground, holding the area he was kicked in. Mordecai wins! Cheapality! The announcer said. Just then, Kent Brockman appeared from behind a tree and walked up to Mordecai. Congrats, Mordecai. You've defeated the second evil ex-boyfriend. How do you feel? He asked, holding the microphone towards Mordecai. The whole town knows about this? Mordecai asked as his pupils shrank. You know it. So anything to say? Uh, no. Well, all right. <laughs> Kent then hopped in the news van and drove off. Mordecai then helped Benson up. Sorry, Benson, Mordecai said, rubbing the back of his head. It's fine. You had to fight. You're not fired. So on my part of your party now, he said, putting out his hand. I guess so, Mordecai said, shaking Benson's hand. Just then, Kent Brockman came back. Benson joined the party, he said, driving off. We're going to have to deal with that a lot, aren't we, Mordecai asked, watching the van drive off. Afraid so. Come on, we better get ready for our next fight, Benson said, heading inside the house. Little did they know that the black and white spies were watching them. From Mother five versus five? Yeah, from mad. Oh my god. The second evil boyfriend has been defeated, the black spy said into a radio. Excellent. The plan is going along just fine, a voice said on the other end. Uh, not to step on your plan or anything, but isn't it a bad thing for each of the boyfriends to be defeated? The white spy asked, scratching his head. Not entirely, as long as he's fighting the boyfriends. The longer it'll take for him and his friends to figure out our plan. Now look underneath your hats. The two spies looked at each other and shrugged, lifting their hats and then grabbed something small and round. Upon showing the objects to eye level, they see that there were bombs in their hats. They threw the bombs into the lake as soon as they touched the water. They exploded. We gotta find a new line of work, the white spy said. Agreed, the black spy responded. The white spy pulled down on a tree branch and a small elevator appeared from the ground and they entered it, which then took them underground. Chapter 3. The 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, and 7th evil exes. <sighs> <laughs> All in one chapter. After the fight between Mordecai and Benson, the group decided to go out to eat. It was Benson's way of saying, sorry for trying to kill you to enact my revenge. 
they decided to go to Mung Doll's restaurant in the middle of town, and luckily it was free meal night, but they were barely any customers. They sat at a table near the window, waiting for a waiter. That's when Chowder came up to them. Hey guys, he said, jumping onto the table, what would you like? I'll have the potatoes on rice bed, Mordecai said. I'll have a jello salad, Twilight said as her friends agreed. I'll have a New York strip, well done, Tails said. And I'll have the Ed shake, Benson said. All right, I'll be back in a few minutes, Chowder said, jumping off the table and running towards the kitchen. A few minutes later, Schnitzel came bursting through the wall. Rada! <laughs> he shouted, heading for the group. Rada, 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 rada! They just gave him a blank stare. Did he just call my mom a fire truck, Tails just asked? <laughs> rada, rada, rada! Schnitzel shouted. Dude, no one can understand you, Rainbow Dash said. Oh, excuse me, we forgot to turn his language to English, Mung Doll said, turning a knob on the back of Schnitzel's head to English. Thanks, Mung. Now the audience can understand me, Schnitzel said. Hey, fang fiction readers and writers, what's up? I'm Schnitzel, all right? <laughs> nope, still don't get it, Chowder said. Shut up, Chowder. Yes, Schnitzel. Why is every pony breaking the fourth wall, Pinky asked. No time for that, Pinky. And it's every one, by the way, Benson said. Now you, tall gray guy, what did you say? I am Twilight's third ex-boyfriend, he replied. Really? Mordecai said, trying to get out of the booth. Schnitzel got ready to punch when Mung and Chowder grabbed his arm. Now wait a minute, Schnitzel. I say the only way to sort this out is to have a chef off, Mung said. Did someone, I say, did someone, I say, I say, did someone say chef off? Foghorn Leghorn as poking his head through the window. Hey everyone, there's gonna be I say I say there's gonna be a chef off. Pretty soon the entire restaurant filled up with customers who wanted to see who would win. Alright, so how does this work, Mordecai asked. Simple, we'll be splitting the teams. Me, Chowder and Schnitzel versus you, the two-tailed fox, and the gumball guy. Whoever makes the best dish that is voted by the crowd wins, Mungdal explained as the co-stomers moved to one side of the restaurant to the other and began voting for the meal. Once they voted, Truffles pulled out the winning meal. Bro, the, I bet you they made garlic bread. I don't know what else they would have made in like two sentences. The meal of the night is Sky Night Surprise, she said. All right, teams, to your kitchens, Mung Dahl said, pointing at the kitchen. Team Schnitzel versus Team Mordecai Truffles announced, this ought to be good. The teams went to their separate kitchens as they looked through their own cookbooks. Guys, what are we going to do? They have more experience than us, Tails whispered. That, and they have some messed up ingredients. Look, just calm down, Tails. We just have to look at the pictures of the ingredient ingredients. Do what it says in the book, and we should be fine, Benson whispered. All right, let's do this, Mordecai said, pulling out the ingredients. Twenty minutes later, the teams came out of the kitchen and placed their food on the judges' table. The judges started with schnitzel's dish. Schnitzel's dish. Schnitzel's dish. Oh, it? Then they tried. <sighs> this motherfucker right. <laughs> Then they tried Mordecai's dish. The two judges, Homer and Peter, huddled and finally chose hey, who won. Hey, hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Me and Peter Griffin say, Team Mordecai wins, Homer announced.
yeah, the three shouted as yeah. they high yay. The three shouted as they high fived each other. But what was wrong with ours? Mung asked. There was a strawberry in it. Peter said. <laughs> Unless I checked with Lois, they don't have strawberries. Schnitzel and Mung looked at Chowder. Chowder, what have we told you about using normal food? Mung asked. I'm sorry, I thought it would be healthier if there was healthier food, Chowder said. That's not how it works. While the two argue, Schnitzel walked up the Mordecai, Benson, and Tails. Congratulations, Mordecai, he said. Let me guess, you're going to join our group, Mordecai asked. Sure, why not? He shrugged as he shook Mordecai's hand. But peeping from outside the window was little Panini, who jumped down. Hey, Panini, looked left don't you be a meanie, but you wanted me to glow. <laughs> who jumped down, looked left and right, and pulled out a walkie-talkie. The third evil X is down, she said. Good now. Go do what you usually do, the voice said on the other end. She tossed the walkie-talkie to the side and ran inside the restaurant. Hi, Chowder, she called out. I'm not your boyfriend! Chowder shouted, throwing a piece of broccoli at her as everyone laughed. Who else but Chowder, Gaspacho? Who else but Chowder? Gaspacho asked as he shrugged. Poping. Po poping out of the crate of blue nanas. He's Chowder, Chowder. He's always happy to lend a hand. He's Chowder, Chowder. Oh, Panini. Hi, Chowder. Chowder. I'm not your boyfriend! When the jiggle ends, Squidward busted in through the door. Squidward! <laughs> I'm Squidward, 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 Squidward. Stop right there, Mordecai. He ran up to the blue jay and started playing his clarinet. Ah, dude, that's awful. He said, shoving his finger in the clarinet to make <laughs> it stop. Squidward's urethra. <laughs> <laughs> like, shh. <laughs> Bro, this in a catheter. <laughs> Thank you, Fluttershy said, uncovering her ears. No taste in music. Well, if you must know, I'm... Squidward's about to finish, but got interrupted. Twilight's fourth ex, Mordecai asked... What a <laughs> She all over the cartoon base. Yes, and my powers come from my clarinet, Squidward announced. Mordecai grabbed the clarinet and broke it in half. Mordecai Windstruffle said, Oh, come on, I just got here, Squidward grumbled. Hey, blame <laughs> the <laughs> not... Whoop the <laughs> out of Squidward immediately. <laughs> this is all just writer's block at this point. Yeah, he's point. like, I don't know what to talk about. All right, uh, he immediately beat him. <laughs> First two boyfriends get an entire chapter. And, then the... <laughs> and the last five are like, yeah, you get a couple sentences. Hey, blame the writer for not coming up with a better idea for a fight, Benson said. Hey, I'm on a time schedule, the writer said. Or maybe you were just really freaking lazy, Rigby said. When the where is Rigby? He just pops up. <laughs> He's just up Mordecai's <laughs> That's it. I'm done. The writer got up from the chair, left his house, brought in a bum, and placed him in front of the computer. You write this story, he said, walking away. The bum shrugged and started typing the rest of the story. So are you joining us or not? Fine. Squidward shook Mordecai's hand as Panini ran back outside and grabbed the walkie-talkie. He just took out the fourth evil X, she said. Already? Holy cow, that was fast, the voice said. We'll just keep doing what you do. Panini tossed the walkie-talkie aside again. What are you doing, Chowder asked. What are you doing, Step Panini? <laughs> 
What? N nothing. Look, a thrice cream truck, she said, pointing behind Chowder. Thrice cream! He shouted, turning around to see nothing was there. He turned back to the sea, Panini was gone. That girl gets stranger every day, he said in a western accent. That girl gets stranger every day. <laughs> I got a big iron on my hip. He shrugged it off and ran back inside as Luigi ran in with him. Hey, are you... Hey, are you a mor... That's Mario. That's the same. Hey, are you a Mordecai? Luigi asked. Yeah, what's up, Luigi? Mordecai asked as Luigi pulled out a piece of paper. Uh, hello. I'm the fifth, uh... He looked down at the paper and looked back up. It's boyfriend, and I, uh, uh, want to, uh, fight you. Mordecai bonked him on the head, and he shrank. Kick the midget, he said. Don't kick the midget, Luigi replied. <laughs> Don't kick the midget. <laughs> Luigi replied as Mordecai picked him up. All right, punt the midget. He dropped Luigi and kicked him out the window, and he landed in a trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three in a row. Come on. Uh... Where's the sixth one? Mordecai asked, looking around. Over here, a voice called out, the tubby starfish. <laughs> Nobody calls me tubby. All right, sorry. The big bone starfish, Patrick, came out of the booths. That's better ceiling. What? He's talking to, like, the announcer, because Patrick is stupid. Okay. All right, Patrick, are you ready to fight Mordecai? Asked, cracking his knuckles. Not really. I give. You win. He said, holding out his fin. Uh, what? I don't want to keep talking like Patrick. Let's face it. You already beaten three boyfriends in a row. I'm throwing in the towel. Well, all right. Welcome aboard, Mordecai said, shaking his fin. Hey, what about the me? Luigi asked, walking back in regular size. Sure thing. After they left the restaurant, they decided to head back to the park, when suddenly, a long blue limo rolled up to them, and a large mechanical hand came out of the top of the limo, grabbing Twilight and bringing her inside. Hey! Mordecai shouted as a speakerphone came out. If you want to see her again, come fight me. The seventh evil boyfriend at the Armageddon Palace, a western voice said, and the limo drove off. Twilight looked ahead. To her left was Buzz Lightyear in a black suit and sunglasses, and to her right was Bullseye wearing the same getup. Well, 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 Miss Sparkle. What? We have some catching up to do, don't we? Sheriff Woody said. Woody, Twilight said. Let me go this instant. No can do. It's time for the final battle between me and Mordecai. I hope he's ready. That's not Woody, but it's still said Western accent. Mordecai and the others stood in front of the Armageddon Palace. After getting some help with Finn, Jake, Dr. Hooves, Dinky Doo, and Mario. <laughs> All right, this is it, Mordecai said, taking a deep breath. I don't understand why he's getting his group bigger. They don't do anything. <laughs> he, he fights them, and then there's just like a no 50 people behind way. him. All right. <laughs> this is it. Mordecai said, taking a deep breath. Are you guys ready to save Twilight? Yeah, the group shouted. All right, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! Leroy shouted, running in. The group just stared at the entrance in an awkward bit of silence. Oh my god, he just ran in. Parappa the rep said, Who was that, Doctor Who said? No idea, Derpy replied as she raised an eyebrow. They walked up to the door only to get stomped on by two green army men. Hold it, you're not on the list, Sergeant said. Ah, oh, what? Mordecai said. Come on, Sarge. Everyone in town is in there. The other army man said, looking through the door. You can just let you you just let Leroy run in there screaming his name. Sorry, soldier. Woody's orders, he shrugged. Well, this sucks, Mordecai said. Let's blow this place. 
He started and saw the Blues Brothers band walking towards him. They hid behind several bushes and dragged him in, knocking them out, and they came out wearing their cloths. All right, just follow my lead and act real cool, Mordecai said as they walked up to the army men. You guys are late. You're up, Sergeant said, letting them in. Okay, you guys perform. I'm going to try and find Twilight, Mordecai said, walking away. But we don't know any songs, Jake said as the group asked or went into a thinking frenzy. Have you guys heard of Pinky the Moocher? Pinky asked. I have, Tails said. Isn't a parry of Minnie the Moocher, Finn asked? Yes, Pinky said. All right, then. We should be fine as long as we know how to play it. Schnitzel said, then walked up to the curtain. And, oh, the, <laughs> they walked up to the curtain. <laughs> they walked up to the certain instruments and got ready to play as Pinky and Tails stood in front of the curtain. The curtains opened up and they started play. Hello, everyone. Here in the Armageddon Palace, for our first song, we'd like to perform a song called Pinky the Moocher. We hope you enjoy. Tails said, seeing Mordecai sneak up the stairs. Mordecai snuck upstairs into the manager's office, seeing Twilight in a magic bubble. Mordecai crawled into the room and managed to grab the keys off the bubble of the bubble off the desk, unlocking Twilight's prison. The audience cheered as Mordecai and Twilight managed to sneak back out of the office undetected and head back to the stage as the curtains closed. Good job, guys. Now let's get out of here, Mordecai said as the curtains flew open. Well, 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 look who finally made it. Woody said, walking up to the stage. Let's do this. Go back to dating sites, cowboy, Mordecai said. Final round, fight. Woody grabbed his pull strings and threw it at Mordecai, who grabbed it and pulled Woody towards him and tied him up with his own pull string and pushed him over. Are you serious? That was it. Mordecai wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mordecai said, in your face, Woody. Just then, Chet Ubecha ran up to his stage. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Chet Ubecha saying he's done it. Mordecai has defeated all the ex-boyfriends. It must have been a very hard challenge for you, he said. It was nothing, Mordecai responded. Well, I hope you're ready for the final challenge. Uh, what? Just then, several large robotic claws came down and grabbed Twilight, the princess, the the princess, the princesses, and the entire audience, and went through the holes of the ceiling. Everyone ran outside of the seal, a large flying battleship, and the three claws coming from underneath it. They're stealing our woman again, Duke Nukem said, to the Duke Cave. No, that was a dumb idea to begin with. To the Bat Cave, Batman said. Duke Cave. Bat Cave. Dookie Cave. <laughs> As they argued, Linkara appeared in between them. I am a man, he shouted as he punched <laughs> them both. I am them. a man. <laughs> Where are all the girls at? What are we going <laughs> to do, Mordecai asked. Tails looked around and noticed a plane wing on top of it. All right, I parked my planes up there a few weeks back and completely forgot about them. Benson, Schnitzel, and Luigi, you and the others take the planes, he said, getting on Fluttershy. Me, Fluttershy, Rainbow, and Mordecai will take the lead. Rada, rada! That reminded me of something. Let's do it! Schnitzel shouted. Yeah, buddy, that was right in my ear. Oh, f wrong character well I, I mean, he's like yeah uh yeah uh buddy that was right in my ear 
Finn said as the group ran for the parking garage. I hope you're going somewhere with this, Mordecai said, getting on Rainbow. Don't worry, I got this. What about you, Fluttershy, Tails said, looking at her. Funny thing is, I'm usually afraid of these kinds of situations. But if it's to save our friends, I'll do anything, she said, getting her game face on. You ready, Rainbow? Mordecai asked. Ready as I'll ever be, she replied. The two Pegasi... <laughs> hmm. Pegasi? I don't, I don't even know. Pegasi? <laughs> Isn't that like a car in, uh, I in that, GTA? <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, that's a pretty expensive car. The two Pegasi flapped their wings and flew for the giant aircraft as fast as they could with the others behind them in the planes. A fleet of enemy <laughs> a fleet of enemy pilots were coming towards them, but a missile came from out of nowhere and shot them down. They looked to see where the missile came from and saw the black and white spy in a spy plane firing all they have, laughing all the way. A laser beam came from another ship, or another it, another side, shooting off turrets from the battleship. It was Fox McCloud and his team. While the spies and Fox distracted the enemies, Mordecai, Rainbow, Tails, and Fluttershy managed to sneak aboard the ship and inside a large hallway. Alright, let's split up, Mordecai said. Fluttershy, you and Tails go to see if you can find the generator and destroy it. Rainbow, you and me are going to find the prisoners. The group went separate ways to see what they could find. As Mordecai and Rainbow sneaked around, they heard shouts of, Let us go, coming from a different room. We have a winner, Rainbow said, opening the door to reveal the prison room. It was a large room, with at least 300 to 500 cells. Are they in a plane still? I... As if so, that's a giant plane. I thought they were on a plane still. I don't know. I'll go find Twilight. When I find her, you flip the switch right there. She instructed as she pointed out a switch labeled cell door opener. I would just open them all at once. Like. Yeah, just let them out. Meanwhile, Tails and Fluttershy had discovered the engine room. They saw the emergency self-destruction self button. As they headed towards it, they started to think about each other. She is pretty cute, Tail thought to himself. She's nice, kind, sweet, and timid. I could probably date her after this is over. I wonder if I should tell him I love him. <laughs> one's like, hmm, maybe I'll date her when this is over. The other one's like, I'm in f***ing love. I'm like, I'm, I'm committed. He could help me around the cottage, taking care of the animals, and he's a flyer. He's perfect, she giggled to herself. Hee <laughs> Founder, Rainbow called out. Mordecai flipped the switch and released everyone. Within minutes, the whole room was empty. What? The whole room was empty save for Mordecai, Rainbow, and Twilight. It pretty much means besides them. I, I That just really didn't go good in my head. Anyways, when they left, the alarms went off. Warning, warning. Main engines have been shut down. Backup generator fails... To start up, evacuate the ship, came a robotic voice, followed by the sounds of explosions and the whole ship tilting at a 50-degree angle. Tails and Fluttershy managed to catch up to them. Quick, let's get out of here, Mordecai said as he picked up Twilight and got on Rainbow. What was While the point of the other people going to get planes? 
I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't think they came to help. Well, Tails got on Fluttershy. Luckily, the other... Pr- Luckily, the other prisoners managed to find evacuation ships while the group flew off as the ship exploded over the river. They shouted. Later that evening, back at the Armageddon Palace, the princesses have given the heroes their medals to congratulate them on their bravery to not only save Twilight, but the entire city as well. Mordecai, we'd like to thank you the most, Celestia said. You have my permission to date my student. I don't I don't think teachers give that permission. Sweet, he said, giving Rigby a high five. All right, let's continue this thing. What time is it? Finn asked, cupping his ear towards the crowd. Party time! The crowd shouted, but then the doors flew open, and the once-slayer came in holding an axe. What? Again? I thought we were done, Twilight said. I'm not here for the blue jay. I'm here for the two-tailed fox, he said, pointing the axe at the fox. Say what, Tails said, quickly looking at Fluttershy. You will die, fox boy. Kratos called out from following the once-slayer. Following him were Venom, Banjo, Rayman, Freddy Krueger, the evil monkey with a knife wrapped around its tail, and the Riddler. Everyone looked at Tails and Fluttershy. Uh-oh, George said. Who the f*** is George? Who the f*** is George? George Zimmerman. <laughs> Here we go again, Harold said, flying. Or wait. Here we go again, Harold said, following George's. Uh-oh. Who the f***? To be content... Ah, uh, hell no, Tails shouted, jumping out the window and running into the streets. Get him, the Riddler shouted as they chased the fox down the streets, swinging their weapons. Porky said, the same when Mordecai and Twilight interrupted him. That's all, folks, they said as Twilight held up a sign that had the end written on it. Meanwhile, at the crash site of the airfield, Discord crawled his way out of the rubble with other villains. This is the last time I hire you idiots to do my work. I give you simple instructions to kidnap Twilight Sparkle and everyone in town, and you screwed it up. How dare you not kidnap an entire town? <laughs> he said, dusting himself off. It was your idea in the first place, Dr. Cortex said, hitting him in the back of the head. Well, Cortex, you were the one who decided to give Tails those weird powers, Eggman shouted, shaking his fist. And who was the wise ass who decided to throw in that rock guy, Bowser asked with a shrug. That was me, you overgrown lizard, Miss Endive said. <laughs> All right, everyone just shut up. Discord said, placing zippers over their mouths and zipping them up. Now listen, they might have gotten off scot-free, but next time, we'll be ready for them. He let out a maniacal laugh. Pinky walked in front of a black screen. Hello, everybody and every pony. Thank you so much for reading the story. We really put a whole lot of... Okay, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that part. That's just stupid. The last sentence says, She then ran off to eat some cupcakes. Dear Pinky. Well... That was, uh, that was a pretty shit story, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think that was my favorite so far. Um, I don't know what happened about halfway through when everybody... A lot of plot holes. Yeah. A lot of people disappeared, a lot of people appeared. Who the f- is George? I think it's either um, George Zimmerman or Curious George. I was thinking Curious George because it said uh, I'm a Harold. I don't know if that was the name. Oh of the, yeah, that was the yeah, name of the, the dude it, that follows him. I'm pretty sure it is. Like the that or it's just blue suit guy. I don't know or yellow suit guy. All yeah. right. Well, anyway, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, we'll probably be back a lot sooner than last time. You know, last time was like six months. We'll shoot for three this time. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Bro fist. <laughs> Bro fist. <laughs>
Thank <laughs> you.